Welcome to Triumph and Disaster, a show dedicated to manly creativity and culture. Brought to you by your host, Cameron McHarg. Hey guys, it's Cameron McHarg and we're back with another episode of Triumph and Disaster. And this week I have Fabian Dufies on as my guest, who is a French uh, director, big music video and commercial director. And he's just directed his first feature film called One Buck, which I actually have a, a little part in. And that's how this happened. This was sort of an accidental podcast. He actually, I didn't even know he was in town and I got a text from him last night and he needed some um, extra recording, a couple lines recorded uh, for the movie, just a couple little touch-ups for it. And uh, so he came by my place. He and Terry, who's actually the sound guy, but also um, a big uh, a DJ in France, big DJ and artist in France. And he, he pipes in. He's there kind of quietly in the background and finally chimes in about halfway through and he takes part in it as well. Um, so yeah, it was, a, it was a bit of an accident, but um, we just decided to do this podcast right after the recording and we all walked around to a corner store and uh, those guys bought some beer and we came back and just sat around and had a talk and it's different and you know looking back i'm actually i'm actually glad this is this is uh it's really a different tone and i like it i like that that every conversation is different and not every show is exactly the same this one actually it gets into quite a bit on uh social issues um because that's really what motivated his movie and, and his next movie that's also coming up um really is fueled a lot by not i mean not so much i don't want to call it political but more social issues so that's what we talk about quite a bit, among other things. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. It's Triumph and Disaster. Hey, you guys. I'm here with uh, Fabian Dufy. Did I pronounce that right? Dufy's. <laughs> right out of the gate. So uh, you want to introduce yourself, man? Just see where you're from. Obviously, you have a little bit of an accent. Or do you want me to go ahead and... <laughs> so... And uh, this is completely impromptu. We were just, um, we just got a text from Fabian last night um, saying that he needed a voiceover. So basically, uh, Fabian directed a movie. It's your first feature, isn't it? Yeah, called One Buck. And uh, let me back up. We'll back up. Let me back up just a little bit. We'll back up just a little bit. So um, I never, I never, I don't think I've told you this before, but so the first my first exposure to you and your work was a music video called, wasn't it, isn't it, is Demon, is that the title? Forgive me for, it's been a while, but it's the two people making out basically for the whole time. Yes, but this, okay, so this video was pretty fucking huge actually. It really had a pretty good run and it was, wasn't it at uh, MoMA in New York and it was like a kind of a big deal back in that day. So that was my first exposure to you. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. But then when YouTube came out, it's it kind of it blew up on that too, though. It has. I think it probably has millions of views. I think, doesn't it? 
yeah it's got a lot and um so that was my first uh my first exposure to you yeah but i mean i didn't see it i mean i i saw it on youtube the first time that's when i first saw it and uh and then we kind of got in touch online um and then you we were going to do a short we were going to do a short i was that i was going to act in yeah about some crazy it was some crazy psycho thing right in the desert name was yeah yeah i do too actually i was actually pretty badass but um but anyway so back to back to one buck in your work so you do a lot of like you're a really you're a real visual artist you do a lot of uh uh, well, I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it for you then. You, you, I, I think you are, and um, you do a lot of r- just really beautiful stuff. And I'm gonna post. I have um, a blog, triumphanddisasterblog.com, and uh, when this goes up, I'll post anything that we need to talk about. So I'll post this demon video, and I'll post the trailer to one buck and anything else we talk about. Um, but the reason why I bring this up is like one buck. Okay, we're jumping around a little bit here, but so. You uh, you asked me to play a little part in it, which we shot in downtown LA a while back, and uh, and when I was there, you showed me footage from the movie that you've shot. It was in Louisiana, and it's 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 pretty fucking hardcore. <laughs> so it's a departure to me from what I would think or expect you to do. I mean, if you just look at your work be- before this movie. It's this movie is a really hardcore gritty movie and Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, like do you do it for like uh, like uh, perfumes and colognes and that sort of stuff? And but on the other hand, I've also seen you do some like action sort of car stuff too, though. Right. 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 Straightforward and yeah. simple, yeah, yeah. Then uh, once I moved to the uh, to do, when I moved to 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 the work back in 2008, and live now like that since uh, five years in Ireland in New York, and uh, it changed my vision you know, when I think about America. Mm-hmm. America, you know, like when you're French people, French guy, yeah, America, and I, you know. Tell me, tell me about that. That's interesting, Tim. Yeah, no, seriously, I want to hear. But what, what would be yours, and what do you think that would be the yours, and also what you think the typical view would be? Mm-hmm. Like how they do like the market and everything, saturated everything, everything does. 
You mean when you when you say that you mean all so you mean how is that different though? You mean like you're just all on your own? Yeah. That's what you mean. So yeah. you need to do everything by yourself. Right. You're on your own, completely on your own. Yeah, you have no help from anybody. Right, or discover. Yeah. So when I knew it was, uh, you know, uh, uh, the very first time we uh, moved to London, uh, I'm saying like a man from New Jersey, and, uh, yeah, I was shocked to see by uh, the gap between like uh, uh, the, the classes. Yeah, we were just talking about that when we were talking about Detroit earlier, which I'd like to talk about it too. But so, yeah. So when you say there's no American dream. I, so I, I, there is a huge gap. There's a, there's, you mean the gap? I see what you mean. So the, so the middle class gap is, the middle class is disappearing and the gap is widening between you have a shitload of money or you, you're dirt poor, one or the other. So that is that way. So, but do you feel like the chances for the people that are poor are, are less and less and getting further and further away to, yeah, yeah. We are not alone, by the way. Do you want to introduce? Just introduce yourself, real quick. We have, so <laughs> he's been sitting here silently this whole time. 
We're just waiting for his chance, but. <laughs> Is that because here there's there's just a total lack of support for any you're just like you said you're you're completely on your own is that what you mean by that if you can do it here you can do it anywhere okay okay Here, so it's completely the opposite. They don't cross it. strange way it's that sounds like the feudal system like way back when when you'd had pe- you, if you don't know if you know what i'm saying but like peasants or you'd have like a king and you have like the peasants working for the king and they had a little area and they never left so it's almost that's what we call like the feudal system so it's almost like that's happening again in a weird way and in a, you know we were just talking before we started recording a little while ago uh, before we did this about detroit because i'm personally kind of fascinated with detroit and how it's i literally think it's like a post-apocalyptic city and uh and it sort of is actually it was like the fifth most populated city and now it's like nothing it's a ghost town and then we were talking about how uh there's not just detroit but other places and other big cities where there you could you could you could be in a really well uh kind of a wealthy area and turn one street over and then boom it's like beirut you talk about be right too, and uh, and they don't cross lines. And you're talking about your friend who uh, was in a part of New York where <laughs> there's like a lead, like lived on a border, a street where literally across the street was like crack town, crazy shit. But they didn't cross the street because it was like that was where the border was. That's really interesting. But what do you how, like? How do you think as as a as a creative as an artist, a European guys? 
uh, compared to here? You feel like, do you feel like, tell me about that and just your point of view is, do you feel like it would, like you'd have a, so you feel like you'd be better off coming here to try to make movies or do whatever your art is or be a DJ or whatever the case may be? You'd have a better shot at getting somewhere here than you would in Europe? Maybe, right. Right. <laughs> that makes me sad. <laughs> it's true, though, when you go there, that's what it, you see it, yeah. <laughs> I thought they were about the same size for some reason. Is it really? So you can see the massive culture difference when you go to like Louisiana. Yeah. All right. And you're attracted to that. What is it about that? Cause this is, that's what you, you, that's part of what I think you were talking about when you said you were attracted to like the, 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 the failure of the American dream. And then, and you, and you would see that in a place like the deep South, for example, highlighted. Okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Paris is a small town, 
Yeah, right, 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 right. Right. Uh, not popula- population-wise, but but culturally, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Like the big cities on the coasts are, are a great deal of the population. Population. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But culturally, yes. Uh, I mean, ninety percent of America. Well, I don't know what the percentage is, but it's most of it is 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 rural. It's country. It's it's country. It's country. And so, I'm as we were speaking just now, I was just thinking like, how did you feel about? That's kind of a response and kind of a challenge and a risk for a director to be like, okay, I mean, I know you've lived here for quite a while, but but still to to take on a culture because look, I'm American and I and I am not from that culture. I'm I'm American. We all have a certain American culture, but as you were just talking about, there's another culture in Louisiana, and I'm not that. I'm foreign. So, but I have a t- a certain understanding a certain taste of it but for me to go down to to the deep south in louisiana to like cajun country i i would feel a little i would feel a little foreign and i I really would and and and, uh you know so for you to to take that on and to make a movie about it you really had to really kind of uh immerse yourself in it and understand it did you feel like you really got wrapped your head around that or did you feel a little bit like oh fuck what am i you know do they know <laughs> are they going to know that <laughs> yeah That southern gothic kind of darkness and grit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But there actually is a, a French influence there that goes way back. That's right. That's right. We we bought it from you guys, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. This is true, but I mean, do you, but uh, yeah, but there's a there's a French uh, there's a French influence, and there, there's a lot of a uh, well, it it's goes way back though. It goes back like 300 years or something, back to the trapping days and stuff. But I mean, do you see it in the food or anything, or not really? No. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's all. What makes that a specific? It really has such a, a a history that's different from 
that's very unique in this country when you talk about yeah the Caribbean culture from from the slaves and then from the French and then Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Texas is Texas. That's its own. different though yeah south of france versus like basically uh you know the west coast just in case anybody out there doesn't know where there's a (laughs) are you still you know we started out talking about um this 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 failure of the american dream and and are, are you still are you still fascinated with american culture and as far i mean do you are you disappointed by that when you say that or i don't want to well sure you're right you're right i mean <laughs> well we can try to steer it okay Here's the thing, though. We can when I was kind of in my back of my head, just so you know, leading that to in a way is I, and I don't know how much you can talk about it. Maybe you don't want to, but I know that you are already thinking about another feature that's set in Detroit. We mentioned Detroit earlier, and we know Detroit, like I said, is post-apocalyptic. There's a whole history there that's you know to me so fast, at least as fascinating with Louisiana in a different way. But clearly, it's about. I mean, the, there's that. There's no better example of a failure of American dream than Detroit. Detroit, I mean, was you know it was a very modern city at one point, in the, in, and uh, and there were big plans of it, you know, being sort of like very, uh, uh, you know, one of the pride, one of the more pride of America, you know, cities. It was it was uh, in the center of our industry, the center of the car business, all this stuff, and then it just completely vanished. So, and it's due to, not to get into politics, but, you know, yeah, big business just decided to go elsewhere and then just drop the ball there. Is um, 
And uh, year after year, it becomes, it becomes, you know, worse and worse. You know, I have to say that people are angry to have on them. Don't be careful. There is one world, and there is the underground world. Right. And you're talking about basically worldwide here when you see this. No consequence. So honestly, I'm not going to change the poor family who are even because they try to kill them. I'm not going to keep their ass out of their home because the sheep are 500 dollars compared to the billionaire who doesn't pay any tax and steal the money and doesn't have to community and the society because he hides money somewhere. Yeah. And he doesn't want to contribute to anything. So that's why like the contrast is so violent yeah. actually. Yeah. Um that I don't really understand it's getting worse and worse because people don't understand and, and you know what? It's you really what you see. And when you see T V and stories about these people who cheat for five hundred dollars, you believe on it. Mm. People who cheat for billion, you don't see anything because it's it's completely hiding. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's not even on TV, it's like some paper, a newspaper. You don't have any faces some now nowadays we do have some names, but it's like digital, it's like numbers in the bank. Right. So it's not even people who are like in front of your house or garden or whatever. You don't see them with a key or whatever. You have no perspective. So that's why it's very abstract. And uh, people they get, they, get, they get upset against what they are seeing. They are like every day. Right. They are real life every day. And every day you watch TV. You go even to the uh, supermarket or whatever, and you look at all the people with deep, 
Right, right. Okay. I can't think of the word that you're coming up with, but I understand what you're saying. And, uh, but the real, the real fight, holidays, is to go back to, I don't know, I'm not like contenders, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to speak now. It's okay. Uh, is, uh, uh, the, way, the way I could be about justice, and the justice is not about two people who are fighting for fire on the ground, I mean, it's the black, like you were talking about, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really big difference. This reminds me of uh, you, you ever see The Insider by Michael Mann with the rest of it? So I remember uh, it's been it's been years, but the scene just had such an impact on me when I saw it, and and it's it's just really the way it, it's what you're kind of what you're talking about, and that's what, the way it is is. You know, it was. This was all about big tobacco. If anybody hasn't seen this movie, they, you go see it. You should see it. But it's it's, it's excellent. It's extremely good. But um, so there was a you know a big story about tobacco covering something up about how it's you know it's killing everybody and whatever. Uh, and so, long story short, these guys come in uh, some media center. I don't know, it was a TV station or whatever it was, a major network. Basically, the tobacco company bought the network to take care of the problem. <laughs> so they moved in, bought the network, boom, problem solved. No more news about tobacco. So, and that, that's not far from the truth. That's actually part of what's causing what you're talking about as far as people see certain things because it's all in the, I, w- 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 this is the first time, by the way, I've, n- I've never gotten into political stuff and that's, so whatever, there's not really any big rules with this, but... Yeah. Cops don't go there. Nobody goes there. Yeah. It truly is post-apocalyptic. It's like out of a futuristic movie or something. It's just a, it, that down spirals further and further. So there's a, the divide gets greater and greater. Mm-hmm. So if you want to just, you know, um, to, to, to skip it, 
and uh, because you want to focus on something else while you work, why not? But one day, you're going to be Right, right. Yeah. So you, I'm interested. Then, like, do you, so when you're you're you know, obviously we talked about. So you're drawn to these areas and this subject and it's more than a curiosity. I mean, do you, there's a passion there obviously that's feeling this and have you, so this whole time during your career, music videos and commercials and stuff, has this been kind of boiling inside of you or have you been seeing this and, and like really wanting to, uh, to explore this a little bit and to show this in your, in your, yeah. And explore the real world. I love that. I don't travel as much as you, but I do the same. I do exactly the same. Like uh, when I was in Argentina, for example, I've told you know some people this, but you know one of my my best experiences in my life that I, I treasure so much was well, I the the one specific was the, the, there was a cab driver. I had a friend who told me about a restaurant that was in a really bad neighborhood, <laughs> but it was supposed to be really really good. And uh, I just had the address, and I went out, and two cab drivers saw it and drove off they showed him the address and they just drove away <laughs> and it was that night and then this guy pulled up and looked and he laughed and he and he told me to get in and uh and it wasn't a bad neighborhood <laughs> it was and i invited him in and i had dinner with this cab driver and he and he spoke a little bit of english it was amazing man it was amazing and he uh we had this really interesting conversation and uh, he refused to take my money and he still is in touch with me actually on, on Facebook. His name was Eduardo. And, then, and when I was in Kiev last summer, for example, I, I wandered off by myself and, and also in the countryside. You know, I don't want to get into that too much, but another long story short, I agree with you and I think that's 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 what travel really is. It, it's... Yeah, we're everybody wants the same thing. Everybody wants the same thing. And uh, 
That's why I'm a little, uh, yeah, let me see. Uh, is a paradox, and I, I, I'm a little uh, confused with the America because there's a huge potential. The potential is one of the biggest in the world because the mix the biggest First of all, I'm not even talking about growth, you know, skin growth. I'm talking about, like you were saying, the north, the east, the west, the west, you know, like future. Yeah. And uh, it's huge, it's a continent. We have a common culture that's sort of a thin common culture, but we definitely have a lot of cultures within it, no doubt about it. Actually, I don't want to get and I, I'll go ahead and this, I'll just I'll go ahead and say that I agree with you. I'm not going to get into too much detail on that because that's just not the focus of this. But I don't give a shit. I I I I I agree with you, and I know what you're saying. I'll say this. Okay, I'll say it. Our problems, our problems. Look, uh, this is an emotional issue more than anything. It's not a rational one. I'll just say this very briefly and move on. No. Our problems are not by the Mexican guy mowing a lawn in Los Angeles. He's not doing any fucking problem to the country. The problems are the banks and the big fucking corporations who almost put us into a depression with the mortgage crisis and the housing crisis and these other things, almost into literally a depression that caused wars for companies like Halliburton and oil. I'm, I'm probably losing listeners right now doing this, but... You know, the guy who is your gardener, who's an illegal immigrant, no. He didn't cause the war, and he didn't cause the recession or the near depression. No, he's not causing the problems. So there it is. I'll probably not talk about politics too much again, but there it is. Because it's, 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 important. it's important. It's important. It's important. Yeah, yeah. And our perspective is very small. We don't 
we don't see we think we see the world because we see what, what's on tv but you know look out your window you only get to see that much that's all you see and that's not the entire the world's a big place and uh that's again back to the travel and everything so you can actually see things for sand but Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so the challenge is that the world is like completely mutating Did you, I don't mean, but I'm curious and you don't, you can not answer anything that I ask you. It's totally okay. But did you grow up uh, in a situation that was kind of not easy? Not, I actually, I don't mean like an, I'm not talking about like in India, but I mean, but did you grow up in a neighborhood that was like, you know. That's interesting. I think that's interesting, actually, that that you had that experience and that you, and that you uh, and I, I think it's actually it's respectable uh, that you no because that you well that it's just that you grew up like that, but you still have this passion for what about I'm just I had this thought just now I don't know how to say it in French, but the movie Hate is it Lane 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 was that an influence to you was that was that a big movie for you was that a Yeah, mandatory play it, play it for students. Yeah. Do you think it uh, it plays a part? This is like, by the way, if anybody hasn't seen this movie in in America, it's called Hate. It's called Hate. 
and it's fucking it's 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 about it's probably almost about 20 years old now and it's fucking amazing it still holds up so go see this movie if you haven't seen it um i remember seeing it on a vhs tape actually i was blown away i was blown away i mean a lot of times americans don't like to see foreign movies or whatever they subtitle you don't don't worry about it there's not even a lot of dialogue in this movie not really but it's it's pretty fucking brilliant yeah and it has i think it's actually very relevant still today very relevant in 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 europe and even i mean everywhere yeah but it holds up now i mean the everything that was going on in that movie it's like it it's even i would say even more now than it was then yeah and then you can you can argue you can argue that even problems with terrorism are related to that yeah or no i would say yes because it's a lot of it's economically related i think but that's yeah um for sure we're, yeah we're gonna cut for a second for a cigarette <laughs> all right so we're back um so we yeah, we're just talking for a minute and uh here i, I just wanted to make something clear with you guys uh with this with this whole political thing it's it's this isn't obviously something that i've talked about before and i probably won't again um look whatever you believe it doesn't it doesn't matter it's not like everybody's welcome and uh it's just that this has a lot to do with uh it just has a lot to do with the drive behind art um you know when you when you whatever you whatever you believe and it doesn't matter what it is that you believe really these things that you see in the world beyond just, you know, expressing something emotionally. But when you see things in the world, this is a drive behind a lot of art. And so it's a drive behind your personal view, uh, with one buck and these things that you're doing now. So one buck is very politically fueled, you know, as far as what the politics are, it doesn't really matter. I mean, as far as what I'm, what I'm talking about on this show, but, The objective or point or okay. Like a fly on the wall. I don't know if you know that term. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, a little goodbye note. 
at the same place are you shitting me really wow mm-hmm. right you just wrote it on there again sure <laughs> right right Yeah, where did where's it been? It's always in flow. Oh, 
some people are in some relationships, for example, they don't mm-hmm. have children, they don't have even like they hate each other because they don't have the same color. Mm-hmm. But one time they have the same money, the same like the, the same the same uh, uh yeah, Bill Darbell. Yeah. Politics, like we were talking about, is basically all about money. Before it's destroyed. That's it's that's it. It's only like wow. Uh huh. Right. 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 Like we talked about. Yeah. That it touches, that it exchanges hands during its life. And what's uh, so the movie's done? Like we we started out when we started this. We there's just a couple little touch up, like we did a little voice um, ADR loop looping or whatever whatever it's called now. We we did we did some voiceover for uh, a French actor that was in it, right? That needed an American accent. So that's so we did that. So there's just a couple tiny little tweaks that you're doing, but it's done. So where what's the state of the movie now? What's the plan? I mean, you don't have the distribution or anything like that yet. Okay, which is and when I you just show me the trailer. Would I is the trailer is is it online anywhere that I can put on? No, I can't show it. Okay, but there's something. Okay, well maybe I'll wait. Maybe hopefully on the blog we'll have the trailer, or I'll put it if I put it out when it does come out. I'll just put it on the blog, but I'll do that. And then the movie that you're planning for in Detroit is 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 almost done being written, and then uh, it's. Obviously, because it's in Detroit, it's touching on some of these subjects, but do you want to talk anything about that, or do you want to not talk about that right now, about what this movie's about? You can pass on that. Do you want to talk about it? Hold off on that. Do you have a, do you have a, web, you have a website or something, don't you? Is it just your name.com? Or? Okay, so if people do that or follow you on Twitter, which I'll put that on there too, then you can just keep in touch and, on that. I'm going to end this on a little bit of a lighter note. We were walking around. Talk- so before we started, we actually went and got a six-pack at the neighborhood store. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell or not from this talk. And uh, we were walking and talking and just catching up on what we were doing, what we were up to. And, and you were asking, and we were talking about L.A., and you were asking about you know when I first moved here and different stuff and <laughs> my first jobs. And then you said, well, what were, what were, you were joking. You are like, what, were you in porn? Oh. <laughs> So, okay. All right. So, 
before we go, I, when I first moved to Los Angeles, I was about, I think it was 26 years old, and I worked at this place called Costco. Costco. So I just got this crappy job as the guy at the door where you basically check everybody's member's card when they come in and, you know, or receipts when they leave. And so this guy's walking out one day, and he's like this total Armani suit kind of CAA agent looking guy and he's walking out and uh, so if any of you guys want to see a picture of me it's on my blog like about the uh, author space you can find a picture of me or just find you can find me Cameron McCarty look me up I'm not you know I'm not like a model type dude I'm just kind of a dude <laughs> so that's a, I have to preface it with, with this so this guy walks by and does kind of a double take on me and he says hey uh you ever do any modeling which made me laugh in his face i laughed but uh no and he breaks out a card and he's it was a management company i was an actor i was acting a lot back then i was doing a lot of theater and stuff back then but so i was acting but i was modeling thing was the furthest thing that i would ever think of and uh so i had this card and he gave it to me he said yeah you know call the office and you know make an appointment and you know we'll see you so he left and I had it for a couple of days and I thought, well, shit, maybe, I don't know, maybe I could do like stuff for trucks or something or beers. I don't know. You know, I'm not going to be like some, obviously I'm not doing some Calvin Klein guy or something, but maybe there's something. I don't know. I'll give it a try. So I, I kind of researched it. This is actually <laughs> so long ago that the internet was not really top of the game yet. I don't even think Google was around yet. So I had to kind of call around. And it was in Denver, and it was a real thing. And they really moved, and they had this office on Sunset Boulevard. And so I called, and I made an appointment with the secretary. And I was like, well, shit, maybe this is one of those stories where you get discovered, like the drugstore in the 50s or whatever. So fuck, you know, I went in there. And I go there, and it's this huge suite, this entire floor of this building on Sunset. And it was full of all these mainstream posters. You know, like back then, it was like Titanic and all these. And I thought, holy shit, man, maybe maybe I got this is maybe I got I got discovered maybe this is kind of amazing and I had all these headshots back then you actually had head pictures it wasn't just online and these big black and white headshots and all this my resumes and I was ready to go and they had me go wait in his office and I sat there and, and he comes in here he comes and he has a seat and I give him my pictures and stuff and uh, he's talking and telling me talking about whatever what I've been doing and stuff and, uh, and then he breaks out a portfolio on his desk and he was like, yeah, so we're, we were thinking about maybe starting you out with something like this. And it, and I got up, I was curious, so I got up and looked at his desk and he spun these pictures around and it was a guy on big bales of hay, like in a farm, wearing like a flannel shirt, nothing else with a big heart on in his hand. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, you know, you got this, uh, you got kind of a good, you know, military look, you know, you can do a lot of money. And he's showing me pictures of all these like girls and he's like, you know, but the real money's on the other side, like with the guys. And I was like, oh my God, my heart just dropped. And I couldn't fucking believe this was happening to me. And he gave me, <laughs> I was just, I was so embarrassed that I like, I couldn't believe this fucking happened to me, but uh, he actually gave me a contract. I still have the contract somewhere. I kept it. It was like, it was, it was crazy. It was like, he was such a hard sell. He couldn't believe that I wouldn't, didn't want to do it. Like, <laughs> that's a whole nother subject. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that was my, that was my, uh, and then like a couple days. So I was like, oh fuck, get me out of here. And I was so like embarrassed. And then like, uh, it was like a, maybe a week later or something, I get a call 
in the middle of the night and you know judge judy that bad tv show judge judy. so he's like hey this is a uh, nick or whatever his name was and he's like hey uh so tomorrow there's a show it's uh it's a it's on the playboy channel it's called judge Susie. I'm like judge, judge whatever and he was <laughs> i don't know if you'll understand what this means but he said uh all he said was uh no pecker no pecker just ass so it means you don't have to show your dick no pecker no pecker just that and i was like dude don't call me again <laughs> But that was that was like my first little foray into this town. So, but long story short, yeah, I did ten years of porn. My name is uh, Dick Savage. Look me up. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't do any porn. So that was it. Is there anything else uh, you wanted to talk about? <laughs> you want you want to Fabian? No porn experience. No, no. You haven't been. You haven't said much. You didn't want to chime in on the on the whole political thing, but. What about your, you said you started out DJing and stuff. Do you want to talk about that or anything else before we uh, hang it up? Really? I didn't know this this whole fucking time. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any music on the soundtrack or anything or no? You guys working together that way? Nice. And then I imagine if you're doing this Detroit thing in the future, something might be more appropriate for that. Yeah. But Detroit, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Well, if there's anything I can post, you know, you can tell me off off the mic, and I'll put it on the on the blog as well. Anybody we know? Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, very cool. That you knew before they became well known, like yeah. So if someone sees you working with somebody, that that's someone to keep an eye on. You're a pretty good eye for the talent, then. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, you know what, you guys, man, I. This is different. I've only, this is, I think, what, maybe the sixth podcast or so. And, uh, you know, like I said, I haven't gotten into this kind of stuff before, but this has been a really, really interesting conversation. And fuck it. It's it's important shit. Like we were talking outside for a minute when we had this little break. I'm not going to edit anything. 
I'm going to keep it all in there because I think it's true and it's important and it's not unrelated, man. It's like we said, it's, it's, it's what fuels, it's why you made this movie yeah. and, and probably why, whether you even know it or not, I'm sure there's going to, however many movies you make, there's some, I'm sure there's some part of it that's going to touch that, you know, it's going to flavor that a little bit. So, uh, yeah. So this is actually a really important thing. It's like, you know, finding this thing that, that you really give a fuck about, you know, you really, this is something that, this is the reason why you're, you need to say something. You, you have something to say. It's not, it's not, uh, it's not just that you're, you know, you've made a lot of, like you've said earlier. And I know this, like I mentioned when I introduced you, you've made a lot of beautiful eye candy. You made a lot of really beautiful stuff and you downplay, you know, your talent, but yeah, you're a, a visual artist and a lot of beautiful stuff, but you, yeah, go ahead. Right, but in the way, but in a way that it's a way that you that you give a shit. It's a way that you care about. It's a way. It's your way. It's not a way that uh, for a brand that maybe you're doing for a commercial or something. It's your way, and that's what that's what I mean. And that and that's yeah, man. And that's what that is circling finally back to. This is what this show is all about. Really, it's about whatever it is. Whatever. That's why I said I don't give a shit about the the politics. I don't. It, honestly, it doesn't matter if someone's completely on the other side. Really, you know, I'm not. They're not. I'm not trying to change them, and I'm not. I don't. I'm not um, trying to bash anybody for anything. It's. It's not about that. What it's about is finding whatever it is that you want to say. Whatever that feeling is, with really some fire and balls behind it, and and and, and doing it, and doing, it. and that's what you're doing. I happen to agree with what you with what you're saying, but that doesn't really matter. That's not what this is about. But I, you know, and it's about that, and and that's what you're doing, and so it, it's important. It's important, and that's what uh, that's what this show's about, man. And that's what I want everybody to do. So thanks for that, and I, and uh, I had I found it fascinating, and I hope everybody else does too. So thanks, you guys. So one buck, DJ. How do you pronounce it? P O S K A, and uh, Fabian Dufee's not Dufee, which I've been apparently fucking up for the last like six or seven years. <laughs> dot com thanks you guys thank you so that was Fabian Dufees you guys hope you guys enjoyed as usual I will go ahead and be posting any of the videos or anything that we talked about any links on triumphanddisasterblog.com and uh, the trailer for One Buck isn't out quite yet. I think it will be soon, so I'll make sure to update it when it comes out. So just follow whatever, any of the pages, Twitter, Facebook, or the actual blog itself, and um, check it out again. And whenever it's up, I'll definitely update it and post that up then. And again, if you guys like what I'm doing here, you like the show, you like the blog, if you could just take a second, and it's not about likes. It's just it's all about the algorithm that Apple uses for iTunes. So on iTunes... If you could just give me a one-line review, rating review, if you just take a second, even just a one-liner, it just, it really helps. It really helps with uh, the promotion of the show and helping us to uh, keep on going and growing. And uh, thanks for listening to Triumph and Disaster.